Welcome to All Places Together. Here we believe that our stories are connected to one another and rooted in God's radical love for diverse creation. Wherever you are, whoever you are, however you are, take a deep breath. Here's a story for you. A story called Estimated Time of Arrival. In the fall of 2021, I joined together with a group of high school seniors to prepare for what we had hoped to be an in-person high school youth event that would happen in January 2022. It would have been this weekend, actually. So back in the fall, we met for two consecutive Saturdays in a church conference room stocked with donut holes, almonds, every sort of caffeine, and lots of pizza. This is back when Delta had calmed down and while Omicron was just some later letter in the Greek alphabet, nothing to worry about yet. The planning process and coordination was led by Dave Delaney, the Director for Youth and Young Adult Ministries here in Virginia. Even if you aren't a part of Lutheran Circles in Virginia, you may recognize his name because he was a guest here at All Places Together, Episode 6, Wrestling and Welcoming. And I was there at this planning event because I was invited to be the chaplain. This meant that I got a seat in the planning circle for the process. I would be the prayer leader for the large group sessions, help care for any pastoral needs that the youth or young adult leaders had, and I would get to preach at the big worship service on Saturday night. I had never attended this particular event, nor had I served yet as a chaplain for any of our youth events, so I was so stoked to be a part of it. For those two Saturdays, it was my deep honor to listen to these youth as they spoke from their hearts about what their life had been like since March 2020. The planning group shared stories about their health concerns for themselves and their families their struggles at school and missing out on their sports, music, and academic activities. They talked about how it felt like they kept coming up on roadblocks or barriers that kept life from moving forward. They were sad and understandably mad about missing out on so many markers for what they had hoped high school would be like. And goodness, like whenever it seemed like something was going to finally work out, bam, something else got in the way. So all of these stories and experiences melded together in the theme of the event, estimated time of arrival. So how disappointing when January 2020 comes and Omicron is raging across Virginia. The decision was made to cancel the retreat. The planning group took the news with grace and understanding, even though we were all really disappointed. They recognized the increased risk that Omicron presented and agreed that everyone's safety was most important. But damn, that decision really sucked. Yet in some weird twist, the cancellation of the event fit within this theme that they had developed. It was another example of a roadblock or of an unexpected outcome or occurrence or a turn of event that just changes everything. 
They had hoped to be able to provide comfort and encouragement to their peers that God was with them in those times when life doesn't go as we had hoped. And then life happened and that opportunity itself was removed. It's heartbreaking and tragically poetic all at the same time. I realized this past week, as I was processing my own grief and disappointment about the cancellation of the event, I realized that even though I won't be able to gather with these high schoolers in person, here at All Places Together, I can share that sermon of what I had been working on for this event, that together here I can share at least this one small part of what our time together would have been like. I've modified the sermon to fit not being in person at this event, but the focus is really still on these high schoolers for this planning group that I got to know and all of the high schoolers that were hoping to attend this event, that they have been in my thoughts and prayers for so many months And I just feel so blessed to be able to share this message with them today and with all of you. Likewise, I trust that if you are an adult listening to this, I trust that you'll remember how you felt in high school and also be able to kind of make sense of this theme in your own life as well. So here we go. Estimated time of arrival. A reading from Luke, the 24th chapter. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all of these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And Jesus said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? Jesus asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all of this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, Jesus interpreted to them these things about himself and all of the scriptures. As they came near to the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, 
stay with us because it is almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. Here ends the reading. Do you remember the spring of 2020 and how we didn't go anywhere? Life as we knew it stopped. Almost all of our normal rhythms halted. You didn't go to school. You didn't get to do any of your activities. You couldn't see your friends with the same regularity or perhaps you weren't able to see them in person at all. Many households were working, schooling, and living all under one roof all of the time. We didn't know when we would be able to go anywhere again. Since then, many buildings have reopened schools and churches, restaurants and gyms, office buildings and courthouses. Well, we know all too well that surges of the virus, snow and Omicron itself, does tend to close these buildings for a short time, but the doors aren't closed for the foreseeable future anymore. So you're back into some semblance of a routine, and at the same time, So much has changed. You may still feel like you aren't going anywhere, just like spring 2020. Or maybe you feel like you have lost your way and you can't find a way forward. Maybe you feel back on track exactly where you had wanted to be before and you are on that path again. Maybe you are an entirely different person now than you were pre-pandemic and you're feeling equal parts great and hesitant about the road ahead. Maybe you aren't sure where you are going, but you have these feelings that you should have gotten there already. You should have arrived. The theme of our weekend was supposed to be estimated time of arrival, a play off the GPS that we use in our cars or the countdown given to us by plane pilots. And together, we were going to explore how God is with us on our journeys, even as roadblocks, changes to the route, and delays in arrival time happen. We may not get to where we are going on time, but God is with us for each step of the way. But before going any further, I want to be clear in saying that I do not believe that God puts these challenges in front of us on purpose. I do not believe that God sends illness of any kind, sends disastrous weather of any kind, or crafts challenging circumstances to test us or to make our faith grow. 
God doesn't do those sorts of things. Instead, I believe that God is with us as we go through the hard stuff. God comes alongside us and accompanies us so that we aren't alone. So now that I've made that clear, back to this theme of estimated time of arrival. We all know that certainly there are times when your arrival time really matters. You need to be on time for the SAT, right? Or you're not going to be able to take the test. You need to be on time for a concert that you're performing in, a play that you're starring in, a sporting event that you're in. You got to be there for that. And we all know that you've got to be on time for the start of Spider-Man No Way Home. We can't miss a second of that. But more than just these situations where we know we need to be on time, we may also find ourselves feeling like there is an arrival time for figuring it all out, for having it all together, for fully understanding yourself, your place in the world, and what you want to do with your life. It may feel like you need to have it figured out by the end of freshman year so you know how to focus your electives. Or by the middle of sophomore year, so you're sure that you're meeting all of the requirements that you need for whatever might come next. Or by junior year, so you don't miss out on any resume building activities. Or at the very least, by the beginning of senior year, so you're able to start on applications for the job, for the school, for the military, or for whatever comes next. All of these feelings, all of these pressures are real and valid. I understand them, and I felt those too. Moreover, I don't want to minimize the grief that you may be feeling because the pandemic has taken so much away from you. You won't get to have another freshman, sophomore, junior, or senior year. There are moments, special events, and milestones that will not be able to be made up or rescheduled. And it is okay to feel sad and to grieve those losses. So while holding all of these pressures that you feel and this grief as well, I also want you to hear that you still have time and that there is a way forward. God is with you. You are not alone. The truth is this. You will spend your whole life figuring yourself out, figuring God out, figuring love out, filling, figuring out your work and what you want to do with your days. Even with all of the cancellations, delays, and twists and turns of the pandemic and life in general, God is still with you, and together you are moving into a grace-filled future. There are many stories in the Bible that tell us about God's presence with people when they feel like they have lost everything and have lost their way. Our Bible story from Luke, The Road to Emmaus, is one such story. We heard about how the resurrected Jesus comes alongside these two grieving disciples. It's Easter Sunday, and they haven't really made sense 
or they don't believe this news that the women have shared, that the tomb is empty and people are saying that Jesus is alive. Like they don't believe it or it hasn't clicked on the, in their brain. Because just on Friday, they saw Jesus die on a cross. They knew that he had been buried. So they assume that Jesus is still dead. So they don't recognize that it is Jesus who is walking with them. As they walk together, they share their deep sadness and disappointment about Jesus' death with this stranger who's with them. They share all of their had hopes. They had hoped that Jesus would be their savior. They had hoped that Jesus would overthrow the empire. They had hoped these things and so much more. Like, doesn't this sound so familiar? We had hoped that life would return to normal by the fall of 2020. We had hoped that it would only be one Thanksgiving and Christmas in a pandemic. We had hoped to be able to gather for this youth retreat this weekend, right? We had hoped these things and so much more. And I know that there are particular things that each of us had hoped for in our own hearts and minds. So we know this all too well. We know this feeling of had hoped. And I think when we hear that in the disciples, we hear our own voices too. And Jesus listens to them. He listens to all of their had hopes. And then he starts sharing and explaining the stories of the Bible to them. Going all the way back to the very ancient stories of their faith, he talks them through God's presence and love for all people. I think hoping to make clear to them that God has not abandoned them. And in fact, it's Jesus, like right there with them. But goodness, the disciples, they still don't recognize him yet. But finally, when they are sharing dinner at the end of the night, the disciples recognize Jesus. Jesus blesses the bread, I think in the same sort of way that he blessed it at the Last Supper the night before he died. And in that blessing and breaking of the bread, they see him, like they see that it is Jesus. And they understand that Jesus has been with them all along and that they were never alone and that God is still at work in the world. Just as Jesus came alongside the disciples on the road to Emmaus, Jesus also comes alongside us too. God is with us during worship, whether that is online, at church, or anywhere else. In baptism and communion, God is with us. God hears our prayers whenever, wherever, and however we share them. God is with us when we read the Bible, encouraging us with words of hope that have sustained millions before us. Furthermore, God is also with us through relationships. Whenever we share words of grace, hope, peace, and even hard truths, God is at work in us. And when we hear words of grace, hope, peace, and even hard truths, God is at work in that person. 
we also encounter reminders of God's love and presence with us in nature, in art, in music, in random acts of kindness from a stranger. The list is endless. But perhaps most importantly to our theme, this story shows us that there is still time. The disciples thought that it was all over. Like when you're watching the screen of all the flights at the airport, like the Jesus plane went from being on time to being delayed to being canceled and like not on the list at all, right? There was no ETA because Jesus was dead. It was over. But actually, it wasn't. God was still at work. God was still there. The same is true for us. It may feel like this pandemic has taken everything from you, or maybe there's something else in your life that you feel has left you low. Your feelings are valid. Your grief is real. Your anger is justified. And, and, there is still time. There is still time. You have not missed the only time of arrival for your life. You all still have time to figure things out, to figure yourself out. There isn't like a set arrival time for having all of the answers. And I think it's really great to be like little Nas who says, I'm just a late bloomer. I didn't peak in high school. I'm still out here getting cuter. Y'all still have more time to get cuter. So no matter what you're wondering about, struggling with, or trying to figure out, there is still time to find those answers. And I want you to be assured that God is with you along the way and God loves you so much. Are you thinking about a different path after high school than what you and your family has always talked about for you? God is with you. God loves you. And warning, you may go through several or many different paths in your life. And each of them will teach you new things and help you grow in new ways. Wanting to try a new sport or type of art or musical instrument and leave behind that thing that you've always done, that thing that has identified you, God is with you and God loves you in that. You aren't just a sports player, an art creator, a music kid. You are beloved and worthy no matter what activity you do, even if you are really bad at it. Realizing that you think people of your same gender are really cute, God is with you and God loves you no matter who you love or don't love. And trust me, there are adults, peers, and groups of people who love you and accept you as you are, the way that God created you to be. And I am one of those adults. We are out here for you. In life, there will always be circumstances that don't turn out the way that we had hoped. We will face countless changes in our estimated times of arrival over the span of our decades. Nevertheless, our hope in God's love for us, Jesus' presence with us, And the Holy Spirit's encouragement of us is always something we can trust in. As the prophet Isaiah says in Isaiah chapter 43, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. 
I have called you by name and you are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. God is alongside us as we forge new ways forward. We may not arrive when we expected. We may not even end up in the place that we had planned on. But God will be with each of us along the way. When we get there and in the days to come, forever and always. Let's go. A prayer for the ETAs. God of all time, you show us in scripture that you are alongside us always, and that it is never too late for your love, peace, and hope to change our lives. Yet life is full of ETAs, Markers of when I'm supposed to be somewhere, when I'm supposed to be something, when I'm supposed to have it all figured out. Grant me the wisdom to tell the difference when time really matters and when I can let it go. Loosen the grasp that society, my family, and even my own mind have on who I should be and where I should be going. Open my eyes to see myself as you see me a beloved human being worthy of dignity and care. Help me to live into the fullness of who you created me to be, no matter how long it takes or where the journey leads. Amen. Thank you for joining us at All Places Together. If you heard yourself or someone you know in these stories today, we hope you heard God too. I want to say another deep felt thank you to the Winter Cell Planning Group for 2022. Thank you for sharing your stories with me, for all of the hard work that you put into planning this weekend, and for giving me permission to share some of that work with the world. It has been an honor to get to know you and know that I'm always going to be with you as you continue to grow in your faith. If you follow All Places Together on Instagram, you'll know that my husband and I were under the weather following our anniversary trip. We had at least one confirmed COVID exposure, so we spent the week before last hunkered and resting. I'm thankful to say that we are both doing well, tested COVID negative, and are back to our normal selves. I also know that not everyone has been so fortunate, 
and that in some way, every family and household has been affected by COVID. All of those who are sick remain in our prayers. This is all to say, if you haven't yet gotten vaccinated, I strongly encourage you to do so. Our healthcare workers, our teachers, and other types of care providers are running on fumes. We all need to do our part to help take care of one another so that we can find our way into our new future that includes in-person youth events again, and all of those other lovely in-person things that we miss and love too. So thank you for sharing all of your well wishes while we were waiting and feeling kind of crummy. The hanging out on the Insta with all of y'all certainly helped distract me from the existential dread that comes when you're waiting for a test result. And if you haven't yet connected with All Places Together on Instagram or Facebook, you can find us both at All Places Together. To continue to see All Places Together grow, you can give through our website, scroll to the bottom where it says give to All Places Together, and you'll be redirected to our giving platform. Thank you to our mission partners, the Virginia Synod, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, and all of those who shared gifts at the end of 2021. Thank you. We also know that it can be hard to give financially. We celebrate all the ways you share the stories of all places together with the people in your life and engage with the APT community throughout the week. I hope you'll share this week's episode with a high schooler or even a college student in your life who may be struggling to find their way forward. Let them know that you are with them and you are supporting them on their journey through all of the delays, cancellations, and twists and turns that come. Until next time, remember that God loves you and is with you wherever, whoever, and however you are. <laughs>